0: Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 126. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George, the sexy Bone
1: King speaking, and I'm joined by... Agent the Masterful Dude of Doomliness, the face that runs place, the place to host with the most and the most grandiose co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it
3: is I,
1: James Dr.
3: Rude Ramos, MD. Are you a star? For, for the record. Fuck! You uh, ruined it. I'm sorry. But I didn't I, wow. I didn't get sexy out of that when we
0: were starting this. I got NPR, is what I heard. Well, that's what I was trying to do, but then I realized I came off a little bit more sensual, no. so I kind of played off of it a little. But no, I was how dare you interrupt our first ASMR episode. Okay? Uh, uh, that's what we
3: were going for, a- right? A- ASMR is the real villain here.
1: Jesus Christ. No, he fucking interrupted anyway, my yeah. like segue into me calling Doctor Rude a doctor of love. Oh, oh no,
0: how strange! But before you could even say it was a strange, no, life. you couldn't. <laughs> Damn it! Fine. What is this well, episode about? ASMR freaks me out. Today we're going to be talking about a uh, what if games switch developers. So uh, what that pretty much means in a more simpler way of explaining it is we're gonna basically go around and say, hey, what if our favorite games were done by different development studios? How would they have panned out? Would they play differently? So many things to ponder, and we will ponder them right after our recents. So who would like to
1: tackle their recents first? I've got little, but I think I got more than, uh, I got more girth. What matters is how you use it. Yeah. Uh, I've got some mm, fat mm. recents, but they're small. Okay. Okay. Like a cheese wheel. uh
0: uh-huh. yeah, Every time, with the food analogy, are you hungry when you come here? Yes. Do I need to provide snacks? You could have <laughs> stopped, stopped before the word here.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so Yeah. Who wants let, to go first, No, though? let's hear it, dude. What do you got? So, uh... Last week, I talked about Jujutsu Kaisen and that I finished it, and I think it was a really good show. Mm -hmm. Uh, The animation's way better than the story, which, uh, typical of Shonen, right? Um, Yeah. Everyone and their fucking mother recommended it to me, but Demon Slayer is pretty fucking good. I, I know I'm very late to that party. It came out 2019, but it's a pretty good fucking show. Uh, it's on Netflix, and there's a movie as well that I also have to watch. Um, been playing some more MK11. I, man, I thought I was going to be good with Frost, but Jax is so fucking fun. Oh. Jax is great, actually. Jax I is love really good game. at MK11.
0: Overhead, yeah, I really like
3: his Arcana.
0: Oh, fuck. Right off. His magical powers, <laughs> metal
1: arms. I can't with this world. <laughs> Also, I've been, uh, I got uh, King of Fighters 14 digitally, and I pre ordered 15 because I am fucking fully hyped for this. Uh, They've already shown off their DLC characters. When they're done next year, by this time, 2023, the game will have 51 characters on their fighting roster, which is massive. Uh, but yeah, King of Fighters, fucking 14, Vanessa's my main girl, love that bitch. And, uh, despite what I said, uh, months ago, I played Dragon Ball and it felt good to play a card game again. So that's it. Oh, nice. I, I went back I've on got, my word. Well, it happens. <laughs> uh, you try to get out, but Dragon Ball just keeps pulling you back listen, in. Listen, man, it's either that or hard black tar heroine. I'd rather Dragon Ball. Why not
3: both? <laughs> An eight ball of black star heroine, yep. Uh,
1: I've only got two, and
3: they're both pretty... Uh, I can get through them pretty quickly. Uh, first, I found a new music artist I really like. Uh, they've only oh. they've only got a few songs on, like, Spotify. And is YouTube it wet, leg. like... No. Fuck. That's uh, who I name, found. Her name is Whitney Waz. Waz, W-A-Z. Whitney spelled the way you expect. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, she has a lot of, like... Kind of synth pop techno stuff, very hmm. kind of kind of like metric a little bit. But, okay, uh, that's fun. Well, yeah, but it's that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, she's really good. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, blow her up so she puts out more music. She's got um, she's
0: releasing a new song soon. But yeah, definitely blow her up. Uh, she's super cool. Um, I kind of want to do a music hour at some point on this podcast. We never have enough bands to shout out, but I would love to do this yeah. more frequently. Shout out some like smaller bands we find on Spotify that deserve it. Yeah. Uh, and the only other reason I have and I said I was going to talk about it was the Legends
3: of Vox Machina, the Critical Role show. Yes. On How Amazon Prime Video. If you've never watched Critical Role, if you've never played D&D, it, don't let that stop you from watching this show. Just period, mm. this is a
0: good animated series. So, point. I saw the trailer, uh-huh. by the way, really quick. Yeah. I saw the trailer and the vibe I got from it, just from an outsider looking uh-huh. in, it comes across as Guardians of the Tabletop Galaxy. And it, that's not a bad critique at all. I, I'm just saying you get that kind of rambunctious side to of it. To be fair, that
3: just comes out of the nature of it being a DD and d campaign. You get me? Because D&D campaigns sure. often yeah, devolve sense. into like... Yeah. You're not a group of like highly... T- no, you're a bunch of knuckleheads playing a game. So it, that so is true. I think that just comes from that being the source. So yes, it mm-hmm. does have that quality to it. But the animation is tight. And it's really cool if you are a Critical Role fan... Seeing how they've transitioned their story from like their collaborative storytelling uh, tabletop to like a more traditional storytelling writing style. It's really cool Uh, the way they've kind of polished these characters up and like, you know, brought them to their highest level of performance is awesome. Uh, The fighting is super dope. Super fucking dope. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't I,
0: I can't say enough positive about this. Um, uh, if I may, again, I'm sorry to keep stepping in here, but the idea of a d and d television show really intrigues me yeah. because, like, just the the small amount of stories that I've heard about people's campaigns. Yeah. Like, to see that as potential adaptation fodder is is fantastic to me, because it's just limitless. There's just so many you could tackle with this. Agreed. And if they're going to have fucking art like this, where it's resembling like fucking Justice, not Justice League. Young Justice. Um, original Teen, yes, that one. Yeah. Young Justice and fucking Teen Titans, that kind sure. of uh, coloration the, and that art stuff. The, the studio I is it. Titmouse. Titmouse. Yes. It, it, is it both? Both the tit and the mouse, yes, or or like are they combined or oh, yes, okay, got it. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like I said, just
3: uh, please, <clears throat> please check it out again. Even if it's even if D and is not your thing, if you've watched like The Witcher or anything fantasy related, uh, this is for you. It really is, uh, and it really does capture the vibe that uh, that I wanted it to. Because it, I also just as an aside. Uh, Matt Mercer voiced a lot of background characters for this. So the animator, the animation studio decided to animate that background, those background characters as Matt Mercer. So it's actually... Wait, so they look like him? It looks like him with like elf ears, basically. But the thing is, like the internet's not sure yet, but I, I don't think they're actually different characters. I think the animation studio is intending him to be like the same guy. That Vox Machina keeps fucking over. He's basically the cabbage, uh, the cabbage man of Vox of like critical role. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> keep, recurring joke. Yeah, they keep like 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 o- knocking over his ale barrels or like knocking him out when he's like the weapons check guy or shit like that. Um oh my god! But yeah, I think it's funny they decided. Fuck it, we're just gonna. It's gonna be Matt Mercer without ears. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, the guy's a voice actor, so yeah. like <laughs> uh, that
0: is it for my recents. righty. rock on, uh, rock to my loo, as some children would say. I suppose Who, I don't know what children are you say hanging out, out with. with <laughs> From the 30s. They're they're adults now, but they said it. Skip to the loo. At some point. Skip to my loo. Hop to the loo. Whatever loo. If you have to go to the loo, (laughs) we can't judge this. Okay. Anyway, so here's what I got. Um, So I went to the loo. Um, No, I'm kidding. Um, So... I continued playing Master Duel, which is the Yu-Gi-Oh game, that is the gacha Yu-Gi-Oh game. No, I have not spent any money, and no, I have not really grinded anything. I've literally just doing uh, ranked matches with people online. I did a quick stream of it, and actually it was a really uh, fun stream. I thought for sure it was just going to be like, Silence like dead chat, and it's just gonna be me flipping cards mm-hmm. I didn't think the cards are gonna be interesting to move around But people were super interested in what I was doing with these cards, so I was like, you know what this is fun So I played through like several matches with my King of Skull Servants deck Which is this magical deck which I'm not gonna get into the real specifics of it But the idea is is that you take a lot of your cards and you put them in the graveyard And that'll buff your monster's attack that is basic the bread and butter of that deck, okay? so when you guys think of Yu-Gi-Oh, and I don't know how mo- how often that is, how much attack do you think a monster usually, like a big monster? What's the biggest monster attack? 35,000. Sure. That's a very good guess. That's a very good Because you think Blue-Eyes White Dragon, right? Yeah. And like Ultimate Dragon, it's 3,000 plus the 500. 100. Or 100. 100%, I understand what you mean. I had my King of Skull Servants get to 13,000 attack. Jesus. Attacks. That is absurd. There's no reason a monster should have this number of attacks. Like you only have eight thousand life points. Like you are almost doubling the fucking person's life points. And this is why this King of Skull Servants deck is amazing. I got it up to thirteen thousand, and I was streaming. So luckily, I have footage now. So I have proof that I reached this. I created this abomination of bones. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did win. Like, I attacked a monster, and my swing was so big, it just pierced the heavens. Um, But anyway, Master Duel's fun. Uh, It got unfun when I started reaching Platinum Rank, and there's a meme going around, it's like, oh, everyone takes ten minutes to do do their turns. That is what's going on now. In Platinum Rank, it's like, they will summon literally seven, like, extra deck monsters and I will be sitting here for 25 minutes.
1: Yeah. And I give up. I, I literally give up. Going back to, uh, I don't want to undercut your recent here, but no, that's fine. going back to Dragon Ball and talking to players that play both Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! The, the, the nom de plume of Yu-Gi-Oh! now is, it's solitaire. Because you're watching somebody just play yeah. with themselves, summon all yeah. these fucking creatures and oh, you lose turn one. I didn't even yeah, get to play, I just lost. That is the problem <laughs> so with the happened, meta man. that I've
3: heard, is that, like, it, it, the game really just becomes about who goes first and gets to play their first one-turn
0: win Absolutely, jug. like, and that's what happened to me on the stream. Like, I was just getting beat on turn two, and it's like, bro, I didn't even get to really play any cards. But I realize this is what happens, though. It's not Yu-Gi-Oh that's doing that. It's people min-maxing their decks. So everybody is using the most, like, top-of-the-line deck that will win in turn two instead of picking an archetype and working with that archetype. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're, it's just not balanced very well is my whole yeah. point here. There is some very clear-cut, better archetypes than everyone else, and I find that if you play with people who don't use that min maxi archetype, you have a way better and more fun time because you guys are actually trading blows and shit. Yeah. Anyway, Yu-Gi-Oh! needs balancing. That's pretty <laughs> much what I'm getting at here. Next up—oh, God. All right, I promise I'll try to go through these pretty fast— um, I've been kind of trying out my VR with some other games. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I tried out Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you're excited. Cause I honestly I was like not sure. I was scared because I was like, am I gonna throw up in these games? I'm gonna try my best. I'm, Luckily, I may be no joining you soon. Good. Cause I, I have a game right now that I think we all should probably get. Ooh. I don't know, it's really cool. Um it's a game called Pavlov. Okay. Um, and it is basically <laughs> a tactical shooter in VR a tactical shooter you said uh, yeah you said so, pavlov's and i barked like a dog oh i was so confused <laughs> i was just like wait what you're like oof yeah pavlov <laughs> oh, no what i really should Number have started one, doing was represent- salivating
3: but that doesn't come across on the mic right
0: uh, carry on if only the game was called schrodinger so you could be both alive and, and dead yep uh, <laughs> but anyway that's how i feel so right, right so bad, now it's, actually it's, <laughs> it told me all. It's a it's a tactical shooter, and what I mean by that is like it's basically an FPS, much like Call of Duty, you mm-hmm. know, matchmaking in that sense, but you actually need to reload the guns like real guns.
1: Yeah. So like So no shotgun to, for no. fucking Bone King here.
0: Well, I have an auto shotty. I can work with that. It's a little bit automated, but yes, you, you literally have to crack it open and put in the fucking things and then chicka and then you're done. Like it is so
3: extensive. I want a VR double barrel. That's gotta be fun.
0: It's in this game. Yes. And what you do literally Dr. Rude, you, you fire both shots, Uh you lift the gun up and press the B button to crack it open and you drop the shells yes. the empty shells out and then you just put the other ones back in it is so immersive in this and i was like really impressed because i was like hey like a real fps with r- like real gun mechanics you know what i mean so there's that then i found out there's a zombie mode which uh, uh, you know obviously. i'm gonna be doing that yeah uh the only problem is is that these zombies are 28 days later zombies oh they're just they're running, running at you they just they just bum rush you, man, and that's not cool. It's fucking terrifying, and the game is built around needing multiple people to do it. So, like, one person cannot do this thing by themselves. If you can, good job. I could I just not. need. I um, just need
1: to ask you, are there light machine guns in this?
0: There, there, are, there are handguns, light machine guns, heavy machine
1: guns, shotguns, RPGs. Uh, like, I'm in bro I'll take, take out some zombies with a heavy machine I'm sorry light machine gun Well
0: good luck taking out We need to actually be together to do the zombie ones Unless because I found out as if you couldn't find out more great things about this game, this game also has a fucking workshop integration with Steam. Oh, nice. So people are uploading maps and game modes and recreating Call of Duty Nazi zombies oh, in its entirety with the slow zombies. So now I can actually play it. Suck it, Microsoft. <laughs> we'll still play Nazi zombies. Now, I, I want to say really quick... Um, that is it it's incredible that i'm able to do that and that it's basically vr gmod uh but james this is a little bit more towards you cuz i know doctor or i know the dude does not play zelda i found a a a deathmatch map that is clocktown from majora's mask nice not only is it clocktown from majora's mask really well detailed more than the vr chat version It also is like a dynamic stage. You know how in Smash, how stuff happens in the background? It goes through the three-day cycle, changes music for each one, and then at the very end, the moon comes down, the giants stop it, and then it resets. That's dope. My mind was blown. Like I had to stop shooting, and I was like, this is incredible. I like that, I like that. (laughs) Um, and then the last thing I'll mention on Pavlov, which I think this will be for the dude, since I gave one for Dr. Rude, there's a game mode called gun game. And what you do is, is you have to kill someone with every gun in the game. Yeah, this is a popular mode that's
1: happened with COD and Battlefield. They both have this. Oh, oh, I had no idea. So
0: I got to do that. And it's a ton of fun until you get to the bolt actions and you're like, (laughs) so I wonder how VR prop hunt would work. Oh, guess what? Prop Hunt's in this oh, game. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> There's Prop Hunt, Trouble in Terrorist Town, and uh, one other one that I'm forgetting. I think it's Murder. Oh, pretty much Gmod. Right. Gmod is just here. Like, anyway, Pavlov is great. It's on sale for $10 sometimes. Um, really bad menu controls. That's the one thing I'll say for sure. Like, to get into the menu, you got to hold Y and then press both triggers. It's very confusing. Mm. Um and then the last thing for my recents, I know I had I had a very stacked one, but okay. hey, this is what I did. We didn't Um well okay, so what you're saying is I can go into more detail on Pavlov. Oh you're my right. god. So, anyway, um I was very uh graciously invited to a, uh, uh, well, I'll say who gave me the invitation. Burnsy, um, NYY, a very stellar dude and avid listener of the podcast. Hey, Burnsy, how's it going? Um, very cordially invited me to a Mario party. No, yeah. So I got to play Mario party the first time for a very long time. Uh, Is this that Bowser so, yeah, party mean, bur- you
1: were talking about on your Twitter? That is correct,
0: yes, that is what it should be named, because, I mean, fuck Mario, he's had enough parties, you know what, you know, fuck him. Um, And and I will say, the one we actually did end up playing was Super Mario Party for the Switch, not to be confused with Mario Party All-Stars, which is the other version, which they totally fucked us over with and didn't give us that as DLC for the people who bought the first one. I'm not salty, do I sound salty? Yes. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, but uh, in this in Super um, Mario Party, you can actually play as Bowser, which is one of like the first times they've ever done that. He's always like a spot or some event or, or whatever. A villain. So I was happy to play or the as Bowser. villain. Yeah, which I mean I'm usually fine with that, but I like him being a villain and a playable character. Um, so we played Mario Party. Uh, it was an absolute blast. It was just that game is so. I don't, like, it's, it's a mixture of random and enabling. You know what I mean? Like, it's random chance who has the power, and then it constantly gives people chances to shift that power balance. Right. So it's just like enabling the game it's like oh man that guy's two stars ahead of you well you could steal a star mm. if you were so inclined and it's like uh, i guess i could and dude my roles were so bad and i it was a fun time but man that game is such bullshit sometimes Pro tip: and I always steal this. the
1: star pro tip
0: Yeah, well, that usually is. But luckily, there's an option, like, when you steal a star in this one, for you to pick random. So you don't decide who you steal from. So you just remove all accountability, random, I didn't decide, someone I stole from, that's it. Um, which actually does help sometimes, because some people feel less salty when they know you didn't actively decide for some reason. Um, the one thing I wanted to mention from Mario Party, from our game, we played two games. Uh, the second one, I had a fucking just bad luck roll over roll, it was really bad. But, it was still a really fun game because I got to sabotage people and it was fun in that regard. However, the first game, I was this close to winning. How close was I to winning? I'm assuming you've all played Mario Party in the past, right? Yes. Okay. We were playing, and at the final results screen, Burnsy ends up winning by one coin.
1: A coin? A fucking coin? In
0: in all of our years of Mario Party, has anyone ever heard of something that close? No, not at all. I don't even think it's statistically like possible almost. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I wasn't salty that I lost. It was just like, damn, I was so close. This is unnatural. The game wants me to feel this. Uh but in any case, Mario Party is always fun. I can't wait to play with them again with Team BBC and Burnsey. Um and yeah, that is all of my recents.
1: Right. Bro, that's triple BBB for Burnsey. So it's bar bonking <laughs> bigger blacker Better box? Yeah, no. Ab- d- b-
0: bigger, blacker, better. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm thinking Daft Punk. Bigger, blacker, better. All right. Um, It's a, it's a good song. I don't know what you're telling me. Uh, but yeah, I pretty much went Team BBC and Burn Z.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: but yeah, that's my recent. Does anyone have any good news? Because I actually do have quite uh, a few, and I don't know if it's good. I just want to <laughs> get through my
3: list. It's going to be a rapid fire. Okay. Uh, Scream 6 was officially announced, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, Rocksteady Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League was pushed back to 2023. We don't know why yet. That was one of mine. Nice. Um, Andrew Garfield, or Andrew Garfield, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is set to, uh, beat Avatar in the domestic box office. That's super cool. Thank God. Especially for a COVID movie. Um, yeah, so that's super dope. Uh, there's a new Fantastic Four comic coming out uh that is well this is super cool cuz it's actually like one of my it, so it goes it's 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 not set currently in the timeline it's back in the timeline and it's in the time of Marvel's history where Spider-Man, Ghost Rider and Joe Fixit one of Hulk's personas were all like on a team together.
0: Oh and Wolverine Huh. yeah because uh, I thought you were gonna say another fantastic Four movie and I was gonna be like, how many times will they try? oh they're like, gonna try again have a better no chance. that's
3: impending anyway that's definitely gonna happen soon.
0: Um, impending doom
3: yes perhaps correct <laughs> um, and this is actually dropped by uh one of our fan freaks uh or one of our freaks in the Facebook group uh there's also another uh comic book coming out uh in DC called the Jurassic League. Uh, it's literally what it sounds like. It's like anthropomorphic dinosaur versions of like the justice league.
1: Yeah.
0: So Uh, triceratops is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Being on the internet, I can already tell you there is an audience for this. Oh no, I know there is.
3: I, I absolutely know there is, but I'm
1: super here for it. It seems super cool like i want Wait, dc's gone wasn't shit, there technically. a technically super- because the previous yeah. event is what if dc in the middle ages and that's where we're getting yeah. dark knights of steel and now we're getting jurassic league what yeah. what is it what's the what
0: what's the name of that one uh villain where his whole thing was like but with this technology you could cure cancer that was a Spider-Man yeah, so he succeeded is what's going on here? <laughs> he did, he, he did he, turn he, everyone he swi- into dinosaurs? He switched
3: over to DC and and, and succeeded. Um, and also, uh, just my last bit of news is Sony uh, has barely st- uh, cast Dakota uh, uh, Dakota Johnson uh, oh. <laughs> in a Madame Web movie, which I didn't know they were still going forward with that, but like, given the fact that she's not an old lady, um, <laughs> I'm... Almost positive, this is gonna be the uh the the spider woman uh uh oh, I can't speak English today. The spider woman, Madam Web, that takes over for the original
0: Madam Webb. Uh I, I really wanna see other spider people in films. Because yeah. we've literally had Spider man for like three different series. Well I would technically like Venom one. is a spider person also. Sure. You know what? You're right. We did get that. But that's but that's still just only yeah. two movies. Right. But yeah,
3: yeah that yeah. uh, so it, it's likely going to be the Julia Carpenter Spider Woman ter, uh, transitioning into uh, her role as Madam Web, which is cool because uh, that is kind of uh, also the story of her like accident and, you know, her living with a disability. So it's, it's going to be cool to see how that plays out on screen. But yeah, that is it for my rapid fire news. Who's got more news?
1: I've got two pieces of news. Pisses. Give us your two pieces of news. I was like, two pistols? (laughs) No, no. We left Pavlov already. Sorry. Uh, Shane McMahon, the son of Vince McMahon, has been fired from his own company. (laughs) His dad fired him. Let him go. We don't know what's going on. the WWE is very confusing. Also, WWE signed, this is a subset of that news, a deal with Disney to be uh, released out into the international markets. So people have been stipulating that Disney was going to buy WWE. This is kind of like their backwards way of maybe possibly doing that. And lastly, sad news for anybody who likes Prime. Amazon Prime has is increasing its membership fee from 100 $19 a year to $139 a year. Every little bit Jesus. keeps growing.
0: Uh, I feel like Santana put a song, The Rich Keep Getting Richer. Mm-hmm. And the poor keep them poor. Good song. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's interesting. I mean, Sucks. how else will I get my Dead by Daylight exclusive cosmetics? Mm. That's a thing I with know. Amazon Prime. Just like Hunt. Ha- yeah, it's... Yep. Oh my, dude. All right. So, straight up, Hunt and Dead by Daylight are sister franchises. I'm sorry. Every yeah. single time I've brought up something about Dead by Daylight, there's been an equivalent in Hunt and vice versa. Correct. Yeah. I'm just curious. No, it's, I mean, I don't know. No,
1: it's 100% accurate, <laughs> bro. I mean, yes. they're, they've got two really big player bases, and yeah, they're both multiplayer. Really player Hunt. bases.
0: Who makes Hunt? Crytek. Crytek. Crytek? Okay, no, that's... Hmm. No, behavior's not anywhere close to the level. <laughs> no,
1: no, they're not. Anyway, any any other news? That's, that's it. It is your turn, okay. The bone. Okay,
0: my turn. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you already mentioned that Suicide Squad got delayed to 2023. Uh, you know what? Take as much time as you need. Uh, just don't take too long now. I'd like to play it. Um, next up, I've got... Shredder joins Nickelodeon Brawl. So that's another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character. That game there. is still alive? Uh, yeah, and you know what? To be fair, I'm not gonna write it off because they did make it a point to say, hey, we're gonna do an update that'll add all the voice acting in because that was my whole thing. Like, how can you expect to put out a nostalgic cartoon fighter and not use voices for these cartoon characters? You know? Like, that's such a disconnect. It's strange to me. Um like Nintendo really didn't have that as much but they still did put in the voice acting and like traditional stuff that sounded like the characters in the games. So I don't know. Uh Shredder sounds cool. It wouldn't be a reason for me to buy it per se, but uh maybe if it goes on sale and maybe if it releases on the Switch, god damn it. Uh, oh wait, is that one on the Switch or is the no, the Warner Brothers one isn't on the Switch. Never mind. So, uh next up on my news, uh this is really my last one before I guess. Do we want to mention the Sony thing here when yeah. we actually talk about the development we studios? Can talk yeah. About it here. Okay. So Sony bought Bungie. Yeah. Uh, like, so when Microsoft bought a studio, Sony was like, "Yeah, well, I'll buy a Microsoft thing then." And what do they and get here with we are. it?
3: <laughs> Fucking Destiny. Like, that's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, now hold. Now I gotta ask. They
3: don't get. Well, I, Halo. I
0: don't play. No, of course they don't get Halo, but I, I I have my question in the sense, well, they're gonna make their own Halo killer that's under Sony, I guess, because why else would you buy an FPS studio if they're not gonna make an FPS, yeah. right? So, I mean, I just wonder, because I didn't play Destiny as much, and I know a lot of people did. I gave up on it pretty early. Was Destiny held back by Microsoft? If so, this is a great opportunity for Bungie
1: to actually go. No, no, no. no. Destiny has nothing to do with Microsoft. That was all Activision Bungie. Like, Activision published it, and Bungie developed it. Has nothing to do with it. If anything, if anything, this just reaffirms the viewpoint that Destiny was almost a PlayStation exclusive from the get. Because every E3, Destiny had something for Sony uh, before Sony quit E3. And a lot of the best exclusive gear, loot, or whatever, even the DLC that was timed exclusive, always was first on Destiny than it was on Xbox. Are
0: I you mean, play, yeah, for PlayStation. Okay, alright. I'm right. sorry, yeah. Because I was curious. Like what? Because that was a huge thing with Destiny. Obviously, it didn't reach the same highs as Halo. I mean, from my outsider looking in kind of perspective here. I,
1: but like, no, I hear you. What
0: was stopping them from doing that? And can Sony, you know,
1: cultivate uh, of that? The, the of question. the three people here, I think Doctor Rude has played it the most recently. Cause Correct. I I quit uh, Destiny One, and I and yeah. I put in a lot of time on that game, but I fucking hated it. Uh, but I just played it because my friends were playing it. I didn't. I didn't know any better. And I'll still. I'll still
3: sometimes jump in during the events just to get the event items. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, and, and, no, and, yeah, and I, in I, regards to thing. Destiny 2, which is essentially free to play now, I think. Or, it is. yeah, um, it still has a really active player base. Like the fans that love it, love it and will not let it die. So there is a lot of love for the IP which is interesting to say the least will there be a destiny 3 will there be a new ip who knows but bungie are very talented developers with halo and with uh with destiny yep no i i just want to see what sony will
0: do with this you know what i mean cuz th- i don't know they they can go full force at it like a fucking from software game or they could just l- totally you know abandon it
1: uh, who knows but I imagine with a fucking purchase like this they're gonna go all the way right right and yeah s- and speaking of going all the way we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with the uh, what was today's episode question of the week what what if games switch developers Sweet. yeah we practiced that see you in a minute Hey there, this is Jessica Nova of My Geek Glory, the naughty and nerdy corner of the internet, and you are listening to the Fan Freaks podcast.
0: Alrighty everyone, thank you so much for coming here today. Oh, yeah. Um I understand it's a little bit of an inconvenience, but you know, ever since, you know, we switched management, it's become, you know, a little bit hectic trying to get things back together. But just letting you all know, um, we're actually gonna be receiving orders from a different studio. So Fan Freaks is actually owned by Robot Stone Age now. Oh, um, So all of their opinions are gonna. You you have to love Arcanas now. That that is a mandate given to us. Who fucking okayed this? Because I didn't. How does a podcast have paid DLC? Mm, We we find a way. Trust me. Money speaks. Money creates. Money is all. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everybody. (laughs) Jesus. We're doing that a question dark. of the week. What if Game Switch that's that's what it is? We'd sell out sell out to Robot Stone Age the minute we agree to arcana's. Uh no. Love you guys. Just, you know, don't don't hate us. Um so we're actually gonna be doing a question of the week. What if game switch developers? This is a very curious thing, and I I've actually been thinking about this episode for a long, long time. In terms of like when we would do it, I don't know. But I've always thought about, like, what if this game was just done by a completely different studio? And today we'll be exploring that. So who would like to uh, kick it off? Because, I mean, I can since I've been talking. But I feel like I'm talking a lot. Okay, yes. Go ahead.
3: (laughs) Okay. Um, So it would... I'm going to start off with one that could literally never happen. Like, ever. But that's not the point of this show is to explore fantasy. So. Right. So... Uh I think it would be really cool to have a Metro, like a Metroid Prime game
0: okay made by Insomniac Okay so for the rules of this game give me like the studio that you bring up because there's going to be a chance that the, the people who are listening don't know what games I'll that bet studio makes So okay so what is
3: Insomniac Uh like? I mean, currently their biggest titles are like the Spider-Man PS4 games and the Ratchet and mm. Clank series. Um in the past, they made like Resistance and they, Oh, they oh another uh, one of their current games also like Song of the Deep. It's really cool. Oh yeah, uh, I remember that. The Unspoken, stuff like that. Um, for the Microsoft. Sunset Overdrive, yeah. And you want them for what game? Uh I want them to make a Metroid Prime
0: game. Metroid Prime? Interesting. I, okay, I
3: want like like, manic, ratchet-and-clank-style action for, like, Metroid
0: Prime. Huh. Yeah, I guess there is sort of, like, a pace to Metroid Prime that's a little bit slower. So yeah. you want something more frenetic? Yeah, I want I want a little more... Because,
3: like, her power set definitely lends itself to that. You get me? Yeah. Like, I would like to see, like, more movement that includes, like, the roller, but bo- like, rolling into a ball. You know, like, the... Like that, like I would like to see that used more dynamically. Like, I think it'd be cool to have like move combos where you like shoot, slide, roll into a ball, pop back, like all that kind of shit. You know
0: what I mean? You know what that kind of sounds like? And this is another studio. I mean, consider this as well. What? I mean, Insomniac is a great pick. Absolutely. What about id? I thought about that too. Yeah, uh, like a sort of Doom-esque sort of action camera yeah. as as she's doing those moves. Yeah, that's what it's sounding like to me, kind of. A little bit, but
3: I, I like. I, I feel like with with the, with their work on Ratchet and Clank, like that's I want. I I feel like Insomniac is more equipped to. First off, I think just because they do Ratchet and Clank already, they they can already do something that's like, because you know, Metroid's still for kids, so it's still for kids but with, like, seriousness to it. Because Ratchet & Clank, for all of its, you know, it's got silly anthropomorphic animal characters and cute little robots and shit. It's, it's handled very seriously. Like, it's not a joke. You
0: get me? hmm And, uh... I, what this tells me is that, it, if you're listening, you need to put out a kid-friendly game yeah. because Dr. Roo doesn't believe in you <laughs> that you could switch tones. Uh... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So that's, that, that. like, that's the kind of thing that, like, this
3: conversation kind of allows for you know what i mean like mm. i i really want to I, I feel like some characters are have like latent potential
0: that isn't being explored in their current formats you know it's just funny that you mentioned metroid as your first example because metroid actually has been like borrowed out to different development studios that's how we got other m yeah that's how I we know. got like you that's, know what i mean that's true so like it's happened before, although was that the best decision with Ninja Theory? I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. The Baby. What? The, the Baby. baby.
3: What, what would you, the Baby. What Baby? The Other Baby. Em- oh, the baby. yeah, yeah, yes. The yes. Baby. Yes, <laughs> <Steve>. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, what, uh, so, uh, what about you, Bone King? What game would you like to oh, see me? all fucking combobulated?
0: Ew, so I have a, a few of them here and I got to really wonder which one I want to start with. Okay, so I'm gonna start with something <laughs> Okay, this one. I'm gonna start with this one It'll be fast to get out of the way and I'll jump on to the next one because uh, there's not gonna be a lot to explain Metal Gear Solid to Kojima Productions Just Give him his baby back ah! you fuckers <laughs> I feel like that's such a cop out, but okay. I, that's why I said it's not, I'm not going to talk a lot about it. I'm just saying, give him it back. If you're not using it, Konami, fuck off. Um, so my next one, speaking of Konami, a Castlevania game ooh, ooh. developed by Platinum Games. Oh so, oh, so everyone likes Lords of Shadow. Which we all do. Yeah, yeah, and I've... Oh, God, is that game done by Platinum Games? I don't think so. Uh, But uh, Lords of Shadow, is it showed that you can do sort of like an action-y Castlevania game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, and and I really think if you do a combination of something more similar to how they handled kind of like Nier's traversal through the map, where it's like there is an RPG element, like you could explore a very big castle while also having all these moves at your disposal. Yeah. I feel like it's not. We don't have to stick to just the the two D Metroidvania. As much as I love it, trust me, I'm a big proponent of it. But I feel like that Castlevania license, it. Uh, I liked Lords of pretty much what I'm saying is I want another Lords of Shadow. But I didn't like Lords of Shadow because of how. Wait, well, wouldn't you
1: want more like a Lament of Innocence one?
0: Yes, wow, that's exactly the one I was gonna go for. Yes, the PS2 one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that game had like a lot more of an emphasis on the RPG side of it and I like that more than just the, hey, we're in an action set piece. Press the A button in time. Like, that's not what I want. I want a Platinum Games-esque kind of like, I have a move set and I can use it through this adventure game. And I think that'd be really fun. And I think Platinum could is really talented and has proven itself in the past to do whatever tone.
3: I just want to bounce off one of yours there because I've also sure. bounced around this idea in my head a few times. Uh, for Metal Gear... Uh, I would, I wouldn't mind someone like Naughty Dog taking a crack at Metal Gear.
0: Really? Yeah. With how you've, how you hated their their uh, stances on morality, you want them touching what, Metal Look, Gear? man,
3: I, one <laughs> game is not enough for me to like deride the whole studio. And like I said, mm. I've still described it as the best game I will never play again. You get me? Mm. Like I so, guess so. So e- that if that's the worst thing I have to say about a game from this studio. That still means I have plenty of faith in the studio, and these are still the, a better writer. These are, yeah, these are still the people that brought yeah. me Uncharted. You get me, like, fuck, dude.
0: No, they could. No, you're you're absolutely right. I, I, we shouldn't pigeonhole it to one bad yeah. story element. Yeah. No, that studio has done a
1: lot of creative work. I, absolutely. I guess the this would be there. a good time for me to interrupt and give my who should take Metal oh. Gear.
0: <laughs> it, it would be. It would be, if I just wanted to clarify, that Climax Studios did Lords of Shadow and not Platinum. So, bam! Go ahead.
1: Yes? Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, dude. I think Sucker Punch would be actually pretty good for Metal Gear. Sucker Punch did Ghost of Tsushima. They did the Infamous series. I think they would be really good in dealing with more of what we got in Metal Gear Solid Five, while also delivering a great... Great set piece type of emotional storytelling that Metal Gear is known for. That's
3: funny because mm. I have a Sucker Punch game also.
0: I I'm not really familiar with Sucker Punch too much, so that's why I'm kind of like vague on this. In my head, I lean more towards Naughty Dog taking it, only because the level of detail in their fucking games is absurd oh, to the you, point where it oh, but like, you haven't played Ghosts.
1: People. No, haven't I haven't. Ghosts so yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. problem. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, for those of us, for those of you listening, please tell Bone to play uh, Ghost of Tsushima because he won't listen to us. Watch, though, you'll suggest it and I'll end up playing like Neo or or some like Psychedo or something just random offshoot. Oh, you meant this game, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what you fucking do all the time. Uh, Also, please uh, bring back David Hader. I need him. as Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100 percent of anything. Just anything. It could be a fake snake. I don't give a shit. Snake. You, don't, you don't want to give Kiefer another shot? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. If you Keith. don't, if
0: you want to know why the dude doesn't want to give Kiefer another shot, be sure to tune in to our Talking Tears Metal Gear Redux episode that we just did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, all right, but that that that's a song. I you know what? Sucker Punch was not one I was expecting at all. So that's a good one.
3: That's funny because I have a Sucker Punch. Uh... Well, Uh, go for it. Let us know
0: now on rotation. Let's do Uh, it.
3: I would like to see Sucker Punch handle the next entry in the Elder Scrolls game.
1: Wow. Uh, First of all, no, because there wouldn't be bugs in it. And I that's t- part. Of, that's part of you know, Elder Scrolls. That's like embedded in the DNA. I know. I know. I was also, about to say like this would be the first punch release. Wouldn't use a twenty year old engine. Okay, guys,
3: I
0: get it. That's like the whole point of this hypothetical. Okay. <laughs> well, it's just funny because like it's a hypothetical, but there's like no downside. I'm trying to like <laughs> like I get it. No, Bethesda is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but this would be like the first Elder Scrolls Are game they? without bugs. They they did give us the framework. I'm not going to shit on that. Yeah. It's just they keep giving us this framework and making us buy it every year. So it's like, stop it.
3: Uh Yeah, but uh, I would I, like I, an Elder Scrolls game taken with like the artistry of like Ghosts of Tsushima would be dope. But I think also that series could really lend itself to some like infamous style like fighting you know what i mean like imagine fighting a dragon the way you fight things in infamous you know what i mean i said you know what i mean have there times. been
0: like have there been elder scrolls spin-offs like character action games in the elder scrolls no. universe or are they all rpgs all rpgs interesting all RPGs. you have a whole goddamn world and you could do a lot in there Hmm. okay that, that, not even a card game <laughs> But yeah, like no Gwent, no, no Gwent. Gwent.
3: <laughs> I think that's it's funny because uh, we're gonna talk about CD project Red later. Uh, but yeah, oh, uh, and so yeah, I mean, you already mentioned who uh what what they do. I just think that would uh, that I, I, it would be familiar enough to still be Elder Scrolls, but what Sucker Punch would bring to the table. I feel like would really benefit like the future of Eldra Scrolls as a series. Does that make sense? Alright. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sucker Punch, yes. Dude. Or Bone King, do you have another one? Alrighty, my next one. Uh you bring up damn, I did not think of CD Project Red at all. And that is a big contender here. Um, Cyberpunk aside. <laughs> So, yeah. my next one is going to be, you know, I'm going to start getting to the ones where there's going to be big discussions here. Okay. Uh So, I don't Fant- start- <laughs> I know. Oh, Final okay. Fantasy, oh. I I I feel like I want to divorce from Square Enix. Okay. I I feel as though they 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 are going a completely different direction that is successful and people like it, but it is not Something I particularly enjoy with this franchise, Final Mm. Fantasy in particular. So, in terms of giving it to someone else, I actually need help. And this is what I mean by an actual discussion. Because I had trouble finding an RPG studio that I would trust with Final Fantasy. I basically tackled Bioware as my first pick. However, recently they've not been in the best of light. So I'm trying... Andromeda,
1: got it. So I'm
0: trying to think of, like, better picks here. And you said CD Projekt Red, and then Cyberpunk came to mind. So, like, is there one that's dependable no matter what? What do you mean? Like, what's the best RPG studio right now? Uh, First
3: off, I don't think it's fair to, like, completely shit on Bioware just because of, like, those two games. Um... But you know I digress.
0: No, because also Dragon Age Inquisition. A lot of people didn't No, like
1: well, that I one. actually did play Inquisition. Yeah. That was okay. It was alright. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but people keep thinking back to the first two Dragon Age. Well, that's like every series. Everyone fucking. Honestly, man. I would think Final Fantasy the the series would be great with uh Nintendo's R and D four. Okay, you know, I didn't think about that. Nintendo actually May, tackling like, it. Yeah, make it cutesy as fuck like Final Fantasy IX. Or,
3: altern- alternatively, give it to SIE. Help me out here? Sony Interactive. Oh, yeah, just, so they can make Sony- Sony- one and then never touch yeah, it again. and, yeah, and then it. never I mean,
1: touch it again. Hey, yeah. hey,
0: hey, uh,
3: we're getting a God of War
0: sequel, okay? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I just thought of someone, um... And I I feel dumb for not thinking of this sooner. Uh, I scratch my answer. I would want my Final Fantasy not by BioWare, not by CD Projekt Red, but I want Atlas tackling it. Atlas is a good one. Yeah, with their experience with Shimigami and Persona, I feel like they could actually breathe real tactical espionage action. No, but just real action, tactical, I don't know, some thinking RPG for me for Final Fantasy. Anyway, I'm going to go with Atlas for that pick. Uh dude what you got?
1: Um So I'm more of the the first person shooter out of us three. So two of my remaining two picks are first person shooters, so I apologize. Okay. Oh, uh, how dare you.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll shoot since you for that. Sony just bought them. And Microsoft just got fucking COD basically and they brought back Halo from death. Kill Zone by Bungie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here hear me out. It's a first person, it's in their wheelhouse. For sure. It it also features some pretty good deep lore that the previous games already had. Mm-hmm. And you could have just like a nice open world type of environment that Destiny already had. But you either make it PvE with a little PvP in some mode, I guess. But I think it would be a really good pick seeing as how Bungie is really good at sci-fi shooters. That's their mm. bread and butter.
0: I fucks with this. And people on Twitter were talking about this. The minute that they heard Sony bought Bungie, Like people were like, oh, man, Killzone, finally Killzone. So like people want it. There, there's, a, there's a demand.
1: Yeah. Bro, I, I am ride or die Killzone. I fucking love that series. It's a shame Sony forgot it. Yeah. Just like Legend of Dragoon. Do you yeah. got, oh. Fuck you. Fuck.
0: (laughs) I I feel that stabbing pain every time. It feels like a harpoon. (laughs) All (laughs) right.
3: That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good.
0: Okay. So
3: uh, in the post Metal Gear world, I need a new stealth bro in my life. Or rather, I need an old stealth bro to come back. But Splinter Cell? uh Uh-huh. Uh, But I don't, dude. Yeah, I I don't want Ubisoft to. I I don't, Ubisoft can Mm. go away. Uh, No. Mm. So, since my favorite part of that is the stealth, I would like to give it to the company that makes my favorite stealth game. That's going to be Arcane. For those of you who don't know, Arcane is who makes Dishonored. They also just came out with Deathloop. Um, Oh, they're perfect for this. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh but yeah dude I would love and, and it's also not something they've done really like they haven't done like a military shooter uh but I definitely think they could like they definitely have the chops for it uh and with the way they approach not just storytelling cuz they're great at storytelling they really are um but the way they approach stealth mechanics and fighting and combat in general I feel like that, like com- like combining those two things, like the the military stealth action with the way they handle stealth, would be super cool. And I feel again, it would take Splinter Cell in a really interesting direction
1: and could make it. My ol- go ahead. No, 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 no. Okay, finish your thought. I just have a concern. And can make it stand out
3: uh, uh, among its contemporary, you know, like
1: shooter boys. What is your only concern? Would Splinter Cell be a first-person shooter?
0: Uh, I mean, maybe. It's I mean, possible. It, it, this studio basically does a lot of first-person, but they also do another thing, which is my concern because I have one as well. It's Dishonored, uh, Deathloop. These are all games that are fantastic stealth shooters, but at the same token, like they are absurdly they they make the the player feel absurdly OP. And within stark contrast to Splinter Cell, where it's a little bit more like you have to slow down, you are very underutilized. Dishonored, really? Dishonored, the game really? literally
3: starts with you getting fucking skewered.
0: Sure, a game could start with whatever narrative element it wants. I'm just saying, in terms of the powers you get in Dishonored, you do a lot of crazy shit. So they just have you, to scale back and be a lot more like...
1: I don't know. To George's uh, point, you also get powers in Deathloop. Loop. It just yeah. you get manipulation. But it's part of their probably really good storytelling. If they can ground that, yeah, it'd be different. I mean, I, I just
0: think they'd have to be restraint. That's all. Like they'd have okay. to restrain themselves a little bit in terms of what powers that fucking Sam Fisher can have. Well, too, <laughs> I, I, sure, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, I I I
3: have a lot of faith. In, like Arcane has done enough to give me, you know. So for me to put my face. Oh, they make prey also, and prey is pretty good.
0: Oh
1: yeah, yeah, and th- that's. I, well, talk about games
0: being uh, overpowered.
1: I yes. actually have an Arcane pick, so I'll. I guess. Oh. Uh, you mind if I just throw it out there? Go for it. Fuck it. There's Speaking no rules. Speaking of dead Sony franchises, Resistance done by Arcane Studios. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. If yeah. You want to talk about using power? Nathan Hale with when he was half chimera from Resistance 2, but like why not just let Insomniac do it? It's theirs already. They don't want to do it. <laughs> I guess. They literally said 3 was their last one and they didn't want to touch it anymore. And and that's sometimes
0: fair. that's enough to just make it never come
1: back again. Yeah. Yeah. Not for Silent I, Hill apparently. Some studios can't count to 3. I I oh want it back. I want Resistance. I want Kill Zone. These are good Sony fucking shooters. Yeah and i think we're we're losing out on them fuck you sony <laughs> I, remember your ips yeah man that's that's valid as
3: fuck and again and since resistance does have like monsters and like all that shit yeah they'd be a good blend for that also
1: you have what well, right. uh, but but that's it of my picks okay. i'm really proud of you for bringing up splinter cell oh yeah man i hope you I hope you have one for uh, Siphon Filter.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to talk about Fear Effect next? Oh, oh, my God. My God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bringing that back. You know it. Bringing back the classics. Speaking Fear about- Effect had, like, the best pre-rendered backgrounds, bro.
0: Well, alright now. Resident Evil is right there. Calm down.
1: No, I'm kidding. For uh, PS1, it had better pre-rendered backgrounds than Resident
0: Evil. Fine! But you know what? Talking about bringing things back, uh, there's been kind of a little bit of a resurgence of this game already, uh, because the re- the, the latest entry was re-released for the Switch, and that sold well, apparently. By the way, that's news, uh, Fatal Frame 5 sold well. Uh, gonna go with Fatal Frame. And the studio that I'd like to tackle it, instead of Koei Tecmo, who is the studio that does it now, uh... <laughs> I Kojima w- okay. Projections. No, this is going to be interesting. It's either one of these two studios, but ideally them working together. Okay. Hear me uh, out. Okay. Uh huh. It's two indie studios. Oh, okay. I kind of want Fatal Frame to be done by puppet combo, but with... With, uh, with consultation from Chilazart, And who's, you could tell us? I don't know either one of those. (laughs) Okay, so, Puppet Combo essentially does a lot of uh, indie horror games that are right now, like, really popular on uh, itch.io, and he's really made a name for himself with games like The Glass Staircase, or, uh... Babysitter Bloodbath. Yeah, Babysitter Bloodbath, Nun Massacre. There's a lot of, like, Grindhouse-esque games as well. But the game that put them on the map for me as, like, they are a legit developer, which they were before, but you know what I mean? This was the one that really influenced me, was fucking Murder House. Uh And if you remember, I played Murder House on stream a little while back for Halloween. And the way that that game handled the retro aesthetic of VHS filter and, like, he has a way of, of... kind of replicating ps1 uh digits artifacting is the word i'm looking for okay. um the one thing is is that i don't know how well versed he is with japanese culture so that might be where i guess chill's art which is another studio that handles a lot of indie horror games they do stuff like the caretaker or the the convenience store like it's a lot of like um I would almost say adventure horror games, where you're putting items down and switching them out. It's really fun. I just think Puppet Combo would be better at the actual combat in Fatal Frame, because in Fatal Frame you gotta take the pictures. And I just think these two indie studios, who have both like masterpieced the VHS filter effect, (laughs) would work really well uh, on a game about Japanese ghost hunting because if you go and watch Japanese ghost movies, there's usually some fucking like technological element where it's like something's through a video camera or something's like weirdly distorted. Or a phone call. Or a photo, like there's, it's it's an element, right? So being able to harness that raw VHS kind of aesthetic in a ghost first person like Fatal Frame game, I think would be terrifying. I'm
1: shocked you didn't pick Game Freak from Pokemon Snap. Oh,
0: well, the thing is, is that if you can throw apples at the ghosts, I don't think that'd be very (laughs) effective. Like, I just think that'd be kind of OP. Uh, Just bring them back to life with something healthy. Uh, But no, seriously, I, I think Puppet Combo's raw aesthetic would really lend itself to how Japanese culture already presents ghost stories yeah. in their culture
3: no that would be super hope cool. that makes sense
0: yes yes i'm glad you agree i was like i hope i'm making sense right now hundred <laughs>
3: percent i just thought of another one so, uh, this is gonna be a quick one but i just thought of another one that i would like arcane to do uh i would mm-hmm. like arcane to do do sex deus Ex. oh that'd be fun because
0: uh, get everything away from square please <laughs> del sex isn't square it's eidos isn't it oh you're but it's they they um
1: don't they publish, they it? publish, they publish it. it yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, you're right though. It's idos. No, but you're right. Um, they own idos though. Square bought idos. Oh, that's
0: true.
3: You're right. So yeah. Either way. Uh, <laughs> but on to my uh, my main point here. Um, so CD Projekt Red, uh, Cyberpunk aside, uh, I still I still have faith in CD Projekt Red. I like I, I like them as a studio. I like the way they make games. They still have they've still made one of my favorite RPGs of all time in The Witcher Three. So, hmm. I want to give them another one of my favorite RPGs. Make Fallout, please. Ah, interesting. I feel like CD Project Red Fallout would be the successful version of what Bethesda tried with Fallout 4. Like That's fair. <laughs> in terms of the way like like quests are handled and like dialogue mechanics are handled and all of that, um but, A, you know that CD Projekt Red is going to fill that fucking map with shit. <laughs> that
1: is There's true. Gonna Detail be, is their thing. Not only that, but the side quests are going to be so interesting. Uh, yes. hundred percent. Yeah, this is a really good pick. hundred uh, percent.
3: And look, man, uh, if, they, if it does come out like CD Projekt Red and they've released a buggy mess, then it's par for the course for a Fallout game. So it works you're covered either way bro uh, but uh yeah like i think again i i, I want i love that fe- I, fallout 4 got, uh, got really close like i love that feeling of scale that you get on like the map in witcher 3 you know
2: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah. give me some of that with some fucking like but basically I, I just want a fallout skin over witcher 3 is really what i'm saying <laughs> so, Hey, that's
0: enough. That's the point of the episode. <laughs> I
3: mean, that's really like just put Geralt in a in a vault in a vault suit and like that's it. <laughs> I'm cool. Just run with it. Yeah. Uh I think that he like he. <laughs> he, Geralt, yeah. Uh no, I think that the, and uh, that they could really uh handle the balance of like oh, this is like a grim, dark, post apocalyptic world with also some of the inherent cartooniness of Fallout. You
1: okay, know, you that's know, fair. Do you, know, do you know what I mean, Ming? Do you know? Absolutely. Like, I, 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 I was... just worry about the Americana aspect of Fallout. Why? I don't know if CD Projekt Red has can write something like as making fun of the classic american type of thing. Ah. I don't know if they could write that. But then Whoa. again, I didn't I never finished Witcher 3, so you know more about mm. their writing than I do.
0: No, I cuz like they replicated medieval fucking humor in Witcher and that's not like their culture so or well some of it is, but it's an amalgamation of a bunch of cultures. So like they could probably do it. No, I, I think they could. Right. I think uh
3: when they they don't have their heads up their ass, uh yeah. They, no. they, uh-huh. they, yeah
0: they can uh... that goes for all the studios here by the way <laughs> yeah.
3: but again it's worth mentioning like yeah they made cyberpunk but they also made all three witcher games you know like there's there there's shit on their side like i'm not i'm not going to deride them
0: just for one shaky launch this honestly makes me feel like we should do an episode that's like the opposite of this like which studios would we never want to touch a certain game franchise Ugh. because when you when you brought that up i'm thinking like fallout like what would i do for fallout and in my brain deep silver came into mind the people who do mm. dead Island. uh-huh and it's like no no no, no you're better <laughs> you know don't, don't bother it's okay so literally I don't know, like, if we it, wanted
3: to make like the worst version of one of our favorite yeah. games who would we who would develop it
1: just konami for everyone essentially
0: <laughs> Anyway.
1: Yeah, that's the easy answer. It'll never come out. Uh. All right, who's up next? Uh, you, bro.
0: Oh, it's me. All right, so here's one that's going to be very interesting, and I'm honestly, good. I'm very intrigued to get uh, Dr. Rude's response on this. Mwah. I, I like the Bioshock franchise. Yes. Um. Oh, no. I, I like Bioshock 1 a lot. Oh, no. Can't say I like 2 too too much, and Infinite was kind of teetering out for me. Okay. I w- Hear me out, and they're, they'll never make another game, by the way. The studio is fucking just dead now. But uh, oh, I would like Valve. A, there's not some very str- Oh, what? Valve tackling Bioshock. Uh. If there is a company that can do theming, I mean, Valve can do it. And then think about all the times you're fucking Gordon Freeman going through vents and doing physics puzzles to get around and explore an environment. Just make it Rapture. Instead of it just going through hallways like a standard shooter, you are actively traversing through the pipes and random shit. Like, the world design would be a little bit more real because you could actually interact see, within Valve's engine.
3: See, that's the problem for me. Um oh? I don't want it to look real. I don't want it to feel more real. Um, there's, like, an well, inherent, like, fantasy I, 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 well, element to, like, the
0: the Bioshock games. Well, I don't particularly mean like they change the art style. What I mean is that the elements in the environment are tangible in the sense that they have like more physics to them. I'm not saying like realism graphics, like keep the visuals if you can, but I'm just saying in terms of gameplay, like actually exploring through the maps and if we've seen Left for Dead, if we've seen Portal, these fuckers know how to theme. Like, they know how to get a nice, polished kind of style and run with it. So I think they could run Rapture pretty well, too. I
3: don't, like, I'm not, like, super opposed to it, but that's not who I would have gone with.
0: Sure, absolutely. Because, I mean, in this, this deal right now... <laughs> Honestly, is, I would have uh, gone with Arcane. Uh, anyway, no, no, arcane's gonna do everything i'm just saying though in this this obviously this choice is not ideal because we're only gonna get one more game after it and then they'll never make another one again yes so because they won't make bioshock 3 with valve they, they can't no. make threes They're they, can't, they can't count that high um that's correct uh, so what you got dude oh you got something
3: fuck man no just like that now you got me because th- like Imagine how much cooler it would have felt. Like, because you remember talking about power scaling, like what Arcane does. Right. But, like, that would have worked really well for Bioshock 2, where you're a big daddy.
0: Yeah. Well, that game has a lot of, like, uh, I like Bioshock 2 Pacing and uh, balancing stuff there. But, yeah, whatever. Gave me one of my favorites. I don't have any more. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, skip card. Let's uh, kill. Uno um
3: I would like Uno developed Rockstar by- <laughs> Games. <laughs> Rockstar <laughs>
0: Games. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. I thought V are there going to be Oculus or something weird. It's like I need Uno in Wait, Oculus. I got
1: one. Oh. Just oh, came to mind now. Okay. Um Assassin's Creed by Insomniac.
3: Yeah. Hell
1: yeah.
3: Oh fuck yeah. yeah.
0: With the way they I handled mean, Spider-Man, absolutely. The physics
1: alone would be
0: great. Yes, dude. I, I agree with that. Well, that gets me thinking too. What about Rocksteady? Rocksteady would they pretty be good. much have. They have the same fighting like uh, mechanics for when you're in combat. But actually. So <laughs>
1: I mean, like in the mid 2000s, everybody started doing the Batman Arkham Asylum fighting combat system. I I
0: guess so. That is true. That is true.
1: Uh, But I
3: mean, if we if we're talking about a game where parkour style movements are are like. Is integral to the game. Wouldn't we give it to our infamous people?
0: Oh, see, for a second there, I thought you were going to say Mirror's Edge.
3: Oh, what was it? Mirror's Edge 2K? Who did Mirror's Edge again? 2K. B-A-A. It was 2K, right? 2K with EA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fuck both of them. Uh, but no, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just... So, yeah, but both of those would work. That would be super dope. Huh.
0: Okay. Wait, didn't uh, Sucker Punch also
3: do uh, Sly Cooper? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah, man. That, that would be dope as fuck. Okay. 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 Okay.
0: But you're up next. What you got? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um... We're going back to uh, to
0: Nintendo for a second.
3: Uh, I, 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 what?
0: what? Ooh. Okay. No, that's good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, I I know that we've talked a lot of shit about them. Okay. Uh, okay. And I know that it would never happen, ever, 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 especially not since we got something close in with a new Pokemon game. Uh, but I would like. Uh, you. I, I know that I'm gonna get shit for this one. But I I wanna give them the chance. I do. I would what like is it? Shut up! I'm building up. I would like to give Bethesda Pokemon.
2: <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> I don't I know. I know. I know. I
0: know. I know. I, I don't know. That's the problem here. I just do not know how this is going to function. Like. <laughs> Okay, can, can you explain like what kind of gameplay you're going for here? Like uh, it's like Skyrim. So, oh boy. Well, so okay, RPG uh-huh. and you are legit walking like okay, so you want a first-person Pokémon well, game. So
3: very, so, well, so it's very well we we have that now with Legend of Ar- Arceus. Um No, not first person, but yeah, it's yes, not first yes, it's person, basically but except, open world. But, yes. Yeah, open world walking around. But yes, so give me like dark, gritty first-person Pokémon. Like I want to be scared well, when Gyarados comes up out of the water. Holy shit! Yeah, like I want, like, yeah, like that kind of shit. Like I want to, like, when I hear like an Aerodactyl screech, I want that to, like, I, I want, like, I want it to be like t- scary, like the, like the dragons are in
0: Skyrim. Okay. What you're describing yes. to me is y- it needs VR. Because that's the only way you're actually gonna be scared by the size of things. that would be dope, yes, that would be dope as fuck, actually, uh, and so
3: this is this is me like extending an olive branch to Podesta. It's like I'm giving you something I like. Do something good with it, please, so I can love you again. Uh.
0: I mean will will it be broken on release? I mean I don't <laughs> will will it work? Will it pass Nintendo's intense fucking qualifications? oh. I just thought of another
3: one really quickly
0: uh, just because, oh.
3: like, we're talking about Insomniac and Ratchet and Clank. Um, give Kingdom Hearts to Insomniac. Uh,
0: Square it's would fucking, not pass. But yeah, of course I mean, they yeah, we're that's the whole point
3: about, yeah. of this episode.
0: <laughs> that's the point of the episode, yes. Uh, I mean, I would like to have a Kingdom Hearts game where the script actually makes sense. Uh huh. Yeah, wouldn't it just. Yeah, like. <laughs> And I, where, where, where it's not just the same word copy pasted five times, yeah. yeah. Sorry,
3: go ahead. <laughs> no, and again, going back to like Ratchet and Clank, I think like the frenetic energy of like you know using a keyblade, but there's a the duck flinging magic and a dog with a shield and you know like all of that. I think that lends itself really well to that same type of like gameplay style that they've crafted with Ratchet and Clank. You know what I mean? And I feel mm, yeah. like I feel like they would that. Like they can handle it looking and feeling like a Kingdom Hearts game, but it would still be very different. You know? Uh-huh. Now very th- different. I I was gonna say, however, what this means is that there wouldn't be any Final Fantasy characters in it,
0: but there aren't any in Kingdom Hearts 3 yeah. anyway. So it doesn't fucking matter. Fucking assholes. It was the the magic of this combination is now lost. Yeah. You took the peanut butter out of my chocolate. Exactly. What the fuck? Exactly. Anyway. My, my turn? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you brought up Nintendo. I did. And I'm glad you did. Because this has been an acquisition that I've thought of for years and years and years and years. And by this point, I really wonder what the original company is doing with the franchise. I'll stop beating around the bush. So Sonic the Hedgehog is a very oh. prolific franchise. Uh, they, I can not really say they've been hitting it out of the park with their recent releases. I will say Sonic Mania was really good. Sonic Mania was pretty much the best one out of all these. But even then, that's because it was somebody else that made it. Chris White, or whatever his name is, that basically was responsible for the whole project. So, like, and, and I just feel like Nintendo has such a way of rekindling, like, traditional gameplay of like platforming gameplay. They have a way of having polish okay. with their games more often than not. And with all the fucking Mario and Sonic at the Olympic games and Sonic being in smash and just overall them being cool. Like why not just have a Nintendo Sonic game? Interesting. I mean, fuck if Fucking Bioware can
3: but have one. What why not part of Nintendo would make it like if, if it was a team that worked on one specific game in your mind, who is it?
1: The, oh boy! I would argue the team that made New Super Mario Brothers. Okay.
0: Yeah, something with platforming there, but speed is really important. And I really, I don't know if there's a, like an equal franchise for me to compare it to. Okay. I, I would say it'd be Elements. Of uh as as you say Mario, obviously, because the mm-hmm. map traversal and the whole nine yards, but with a little bit of Star Fox like amped up to uh a little higher. I'm not saying he gets in a vehicle, but when you're in let like, Star Fox, when you're in the mode and you're on a track and you're moving around and stuff, just speed that up and that's Sonic's run
1: momentum or whatever. Here's I don't know. my question. Uh-huh. Would you want Miyamoto touching this?
0: Would he? Does he even want anything to do with anything <laughs> Bro, anymore? Bro, this is your game. You could I fucking mean, I, tell him yes, to do something. Yes, and yes, I would love for him <laughs> to be a part of it. That'd be fantastic. But, like, at, at the same time, I, I think you're right. It leaning more to something like New Super Mario World and just speeding that up would work a lot better. Um, and overall, just Nintendo would do a good job with Sonic, I think. They, they seem to be doing okay with that kind of, you know, family-friendly mascot character. So I, I'm, I'm here for that. All right dr rude what's your next one uh so this is my last one
3: uh i i I, i've 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 uh i've scraped the well at this point of like willing to suffer of the pain of knowing that none of this will ever happen uh (laughs) but i would like a sly cooper game (laughs) by so, so, a lot of
0: people would th- th- this is
3: <laughs> this is one that I, I i've i've bounced back and forth in my in my head a lot uh because it's it's i mean again i, I don't want to keep giving everything to arcane also uh <laughs> but what if we did a sly cooper game that was a little more
0: what's the word um tactical espionage action kojima productions <laughs> Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah, that's exactly who I
3: was
1: thinking.
0: I fucking was joking. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent.
1: It's I actually mean, really a good fit. If He you could think do about it. it. Yeah. I think he Sly could. Sly Cooper's <laughs> a stealth game. Yeah. Sly Cooper is a and stealth game.
0: It's not like Kojima hasn't been cartoonish in the past. Exactly.
2: So.
3: <laughs> exactly. And I think, wow. I think that it would add like a whole new layer of insanity to Sly Cooper if it was put in Kojima's hands. Like, Kojima already can't control himself when it's a serious game. Imagine
0: when you give him, like, the liberty of a Free cartoon. Like. I, like, you do realize he's gonna lose, like, Sly Cooper will be less... Because com- the, there is a very distinct comic book style to Sly Cooper. Yes, biff bam womb all the stupid moves that yeah that'll be trimmed and now he's just super action i know that that, that is the exchange that's going
3: on here and that i I, and i and i understand that is a loss for some people but still i think the result would be so fucking interesting like it'd be a i'd want just from a a curiosity standpoint i want to see what the fuck kojima would do for
0: something like this MB. So you're okay with Sly Cooper jumping off a rocket, is what you're telling me?
1: Yes, 100%. Because okay. it's to be expected from Sly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's his whole point. If you want to hear more of that point, <laughs> yeah. listen to Meta Gear Solid episode, Talking Tears. Um, nice. I got one for James specifically. Oh, oh. So just before before I even finish or anything like that, just don't interrupt. Zone of Enders oh, shit. by Platinum Games oh, oh, I wanna play it
0: <laughs> I wanna shit. play it
1: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah. fuck yeah look man I don't know that franchise that well but Platinum oh. will get me in there dude <laughs>
1: Platinum will get me in there bro it's Space Metal Gear
3: yeah it is Space Metal Gear
1: uh, and all thought? you do is pilot it's fucking uh, god what's that anime with the greatest fucking intro of all time That
0: you understand how little that narrows it down. Cowboy Bebop.
1: Cruel Angel Thesis. Okay, Genesis Evangelion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I thought you were going towards Cruel Angel Thesis,
1: but this is there's a lot of No, that's that's (laughs) like that's the greatest anime opening of all time. T- all right, t- send in your hate mail to yeah. at Adrian Dutley. <laughs> yeah, fucking t- try me, t- ho. Tank, that's the best one. No, Tank is the best. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Are we just gonna ignore Smile Bomb?
2: Thank you for waking me up.
0: Okay, oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's good too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anywho,
3: all right. Yeah, no, Platinum Games doing mech action would be dope as fuck. I'm here for it. I like it. And you want to talk about a dead fucking series? It's (laughs) ZO. Shit, Uh,
1: man. The the last one was like an HD remaster for the PS3. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, Kojima's tried to make references here and there as many as he can to keep (laughs) it alive. That's that's how I know about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's on a box in fucking Metal Gear Two. Metal Gear Two. That is correct. Uh, how many more do you have, Doug? You only, that was it? The last one? I'm done. Okay. I promise. I'm out. I, I'm I have out. two, but I'll, I'm going to make the first one a rapid fire. So okay. that way we just go on to two. The My rapid fire one is I would like Devolver Digital. Uh, the, game, the song. Okay, but Devolver <laughs> Digital is more of a publisher, ain't it? Yeah, I guess you're right. Now that I think about it, they're more of a publisher. But they
1: they okay, kinda, but they would find a developer. Find a developer. Damn, you're right. What's the game? What's the game that you want Devolver Digital to publish? Blood Rain. Oh wow! Talk about a fucking throwback. Talk like, about a dead fucking these- series too. <laughs>
0: Obviously, Ubisoft does not give the slightest shit about no. fucking Blood Rain. No. Not like they do if not care. If it doesn't care.
1: make a billion
0: dollars, they don't care. They, By the way, you both are, well, Dr. Rue, because you're the one who said that it's a dead franchise. I think it's dead, but there have been titles released recently. Did Blood you know? Ring. Yeah,
1: there's, a, the, there's a side-scroller one. yeah. That's what I'm
0: talking about. They do not know what the fuck made Blood Rain good at all, and they're just yeah. a ton of spin-off material. That makes no sense. Um, so, I, no I know idea. Devolver... If there is a publisher, and I guess it's not a developer, you're right, but if there's a publisher that I know understands raunch, knows how to be stylish and can really
1: work that sexy angle with Blood Rain. Devolver Digital. eh, I think Devolver could do it. Just saying. Why not the same team that did uh, Devil May Cry from Capcom? Uh, So Capcom or Team Devil or whatever? What do they call themselves? I actually don't know. I don't either, but the subsection that does only Devil May Cry games, wouldn't they be better for Blood Rain? Than Devolver Digital? Mm, Probably, yeah.
0: I, I guess so. I didn't really think, uh, in terms of that, I, I kind of associate Capcom as this big amalgamous thing, mainly because they, they don't really shout out these teams as much. They're just kind of like, team whatever, or team this, like, named after each game individually. I don't know. Either I way, get it. yeah, I, I just, I had an idea for Devolver Digital. Um, I have a game that I don't have a developer with, and then I guess you guys will help me out with that. Someone's got to take Dragoon because Sony's not doing shit. Uh, Legend of Dragoon, I don't know who to give that to. Uh,
1: Thought probably, about Atlas, but I don't think so. Probably the team that did, uh, from Square that did Bravely Default. Wouldn't that be working?
0: I would say that, but I need someone who's good at doing that rhythmic combat. You need yeah. that in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that's a thing. You
3: do, It doesn't just need to be an RPG. It's got to have like very dynamic
1: ry- rhythm-based like that. Yeah.
0: Fuck. Are we giving this to Platinum again? Like, I did like... <laughs>
1: What about Rocksmith? The same people that did Rocksmith that they would help as a secondary dev just a guitar <laughs> development studio. Let's go.
0: Uh, no, because in my head, when I say Platinum, I'm not even really even thinking near. I'm thinking Lollipop Chainsaw. Right. Like that kind of f- fun rhythmic battle that is. Uh, or Bayonetta. Platinum is so good. Please check them out. Like they have a lot of good games. Uh, Bayonetta, yep. Nier, uh, Wonderful 101. Like in case you don't know, audience, please check them out. Um, and this is my final one. By far going to. That wasn't your final one. Okay. No, this is my final one. Have you noticed that there's a franchise I haven't mentioned yet? Uh huh. Silent Hill. Yeah. So I would like Silent Hill to be tackled by From Software. Huh. Okay. Does, does is anyone have any concerns that I can address from the from the get go, or should I just have a a blanket statement that I can go with and start giving my reasoning?
1: It's not gonna work because every Silent Hill game has a difficulty setting, and FromSoft doesn't believe in that.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: If I wait, does Psycho not have
0: a difficulty setting with it being a character action game? Not to my knowledge, it
1: only has one.
0: Either way, like, from software could put in a difficulty. I'm sure one of their games has to. I, I feel every like every fucking is. riddle Again. is
1: gonna be that fucking riddle from Silent Hill 3 where you have to solve the Shakespeare puzzle. <laughs> the
0: Shakespeare puzzle's so cool, though. Shut up. Like, it's from- <laughs> hard, bro. Hang on. For
3: those of you who don't know, from software, the oh. people who make Dark Souls, they Thank make you. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Bloodborne, uh, fucking
0: what else? Uh, well just recently Elden Ring. So.
3: And they have an armored core game coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. Oh, That's so gonna fucking be exciting. exciting.
0: Okay. But uh, my reasoning for from software tackling Silent Hill is that There have been very few studios that really put all the attention into environmental storytelling. Sure. And I know From does that very, very well. Yes. Uh, I would say Silent Hill's combat is not necessarily the most prioritized thing when it comes to making a Silent Hill game. Uh, from software does have good combat, but in my head, I'm not expecting fucking like Dark Souls level fucking moving around. I'm expecting very simplistic. You have to time your hits. I don't so know that, way... that they
1: can do simplistic.
0: <laughs> you think, in terms of like g- like gameplay, like moving around? They're usually yeah, they're... very
1: bombastic in their in their in their set like, pieces in their fighting. I feel like it's well, gonna it's gonna thing. become
0: a it's gonna be a
3: Bloodborne game. Is what it's gonna, It's what's gonna really come out.
1: Less intense, like maybe my, calm down. If any, I have a counter pick. Okay. And that would be uh, Sony Santa Monica Studios.
3: Okay, Okay, help me out. What do they do? They
1: did particularly God of War 2018. If you want to talk about set pieces, you want to talk about environmental storytelling. Yeah. No, that's a good pick too. Silent Hill will be great there. Also, Niflheim, which is just the land of the undead. That's. Yeah. You just change the color palette. That's (laughs) the nightmare world in fucking Silent Hill. I look, I that
0: actually works really well too, especially with that kind of camera. It would it, it kind of matches with what our horror is now. Yeah. Like it's always third person camera like that. But I'm also not
3: opposed to like a Bloodborne Silent Hill game. Like that sounds great to me.
0: Basically, Bloodborne slow it down and make it a little bit more focused on how weird the enemies are. Which they already do. A, like, think of the enemy design in I Bloodborne. Know. That's kind of like. I feel like they're very equipped in terms of storytelling, in terms of monster design, and they could skirt by on gameplay. I feel. You know what I mean? And I can't think of many other studios that I would trust to have. Because, look. Downpour and Homecoming, for those that like it, I'm not going to get into whatever parts about it, but they obviously have a much more direct way of telling the story. It is way more just right to you. Whether or not they actually answer anything is up for debate, but Mm. it is just given to you in your face. I feel like From Software would reawaken that part of Silent Hill that is the environment's telling the story yeah. i am an outsider piecing together what's going on from what i'm seeing not what i'm being told very stark difference
3: yeah i get you
0: yeah um but i mean does anyone have anything else to say i mean i feel like from software could handle it so
3: all i feel oh about that no uh, i would be super dope I, i'd be super down to
0: play uh fucking bloodborne silent hill uh because <laughs> that's what i was getting when i was playing bloodborne i felt survival horror-esque absolutely so why did i just run with it you hundred, know? hundo percento friendo uh so and what bring back masahiro please what i've Sorry. learned from this
3: episode is we don't want konami capcom uh ubisoft ea <laughs> or, yeah <laughs> or any of these other studios touching any games ever
0: apparently <laughs> It's just weird because it's like we've grown to resent some of these studios because they, they go in completely different directions and we feel like they're missing a part of something. And it, I just like Warner Brothers is such a piece of shit that I can't like. Wh- yeah. how, how could I recommend these some of these companies? Like notice I didn't say Square for anyone or even Capcom. Like you know? I usually do like Capcom. It's just I don't trust them. Yeah, like, I exactly. Don't know.
3: Like I still lament the days when I used to like when, the, when the, the sound of EA games used to excite me, and it doesn't yeah. anymore. Uh, what I would love is to hear from our fan freaks what games they would like to see developed by other studios. Uh, yeah. You can do that by hitting us up on our social media, our Facebook group, or our Twitter. You can go to uh, it's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. You can also visit our website if you want quick access to both the Fan Freaks podcast and the Eagle and Wolf podcast, which is FanFreaks.com. That's Right. Uh, shall we get into shoutouts?
0: We shall. Already. Oh well, wait. Or, sorry. Where can they? Yeah. Go? Where do we find you? Yeah, you can also find me on oh. Twitter
3: at Doctor. That's Dr. Rude M D.
0: Where can they find you, lovely gentlemen? Uh, you could find me at Bone King TV on Twitch and Twitter. And where can we find the dude? At Adrian Doodliness on Twitter. Fan oh. fucking-tastic. Uh, so uh, that phrase, fan fucking fantastic," always makes me think, like, did someone fuck a fan? Yes. And then that's why. And it was, it was, great. It was great. And it was great. <laughs> exactly, right? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Shout that oscillate.
3: Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'd like to shout out our Hunt boys. Uh, Justin, Scott. Uh, wait, uh, sorry. Justin, Scott, Frothy, you guys are... Uh, Jeff, you guys are awesome thank you guys so much uh it's it's cool to you know talk to you guys about the show um even though scott hasn't been around in a while poor dude miss him uh i'd like to shout oh. out all my D people that listen in you guys are fantastic i'd like to shout out my sister cheyenne they're incredible i'd also like to give a shout out uh, a truly earnest shout out to our you know our facebook freaks our facebook fan freaks
1: uh you guys are are are, are awesome who do you got dude uh, Lindsay Misleading, our resident Satana Zatara, Jesus Valentine, Nicholas Uritek, the Robot Stone Age crew, Cody, CJ, Kailani, uh, Paul Fusick, Oscar Ortiz, and Samuel Torres.
0: Alrighty, and I've got Von Condersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Julian the Czar, Megan Peepo, Crows of the Damned, that badass he is, <laughs> Lindsay Misleading, Izumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, Boogle, and an extra special thank you to Burnsy for being so supportive for the podcast and for inviting me to a Mario party and beating me by one coin. Thanks, Burnsy. I'll never forget it. <laughs> never forget it.
3: <laughs> Later, freaks.